Amen. So before I begin, I do want to thank Pastor Jimenez for his leadership and for everything he's done for us in our church and for the opportunity to be able to preach up here. It's always a blessing to be asked to preach. And so thank you, Pastor, for that. And so there in Deuteronomy chapter number 8, look at verse number 1 again, Deuteronomy 8, verse 1. The Bible says, All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do. It says that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And here, of course, in Deuteronomy 8, we have Moses who is preparing God's people to enter into that promised land. And he's saying, look, God wants you to live. He wants you to multiply. God wants you to possess. He wants to bless you. And in verse 2, Moses says this. It says, and thou shalt, he says, remember. He says, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years. See, Moses goes on to exhort the people to remember the Lord. Before he goes in there, before they go in there and they have that promised land, they have those blessings, Moses wants to exhort them to not forget the Lord. He says, look, thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years. It says to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Verse three, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know it says that he might notice, make thee know. Again, the idea is that Moses wants these people to be mindful of God, to be mindful of what he's done for them, to remember him. Verse number four, it says, notice, thy raiment wax not old upon thee, neither did, did thy foot swell these 40 years. Verse five, thou shalt also notice, consider in thine heart. So as Moses pre- prepares God's people, he says, look, I want you to remember, I want you to be mindful, I want you to consider in your heart what God has done for you. And Moses goes on to warn the people to not forget the Lord. Verse number 11, notice what the Bible says in verse 11. Moses said, he says, beware. And like when you see that word beware, like you ought to beware. You know, you go soul winning. For you soul winners, you know, you see a, a house that says beware of dog. You know, you don't just walk in without thinking. Look, you take time, see, look, let me look around. Let me see, look for danger. See what's going on. Like it says, beware, notice, that thou forget not the Lord thy God. And not keeping his commandments, and his judgments, and his statutes, which I command thee this day. See, there's a warning to God's people to not forget the Lord. Verse number 14, he goes on to say, Then thy heart be lifted up, notice, and thou forget the Lord thy God. See, this evening I want to preach about, about not forgetting the Lord. And the truth is Moses is exhorting God's people because like, it's natural for us to forget the Lord in our lives. Even though, yes, he's led us through the wilderness, even though he's been there for us in the past, we have a tendency to forget the Lord. And look, there's a danger for us as God's people to forget the Lord in our lives. Verse number 19, notice what the Bible says, and it shall be, notice verse 19, and it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. See, Moses says, look, if you do forget the Lord, when you go into that promised land, look, God, was, God is not going to bless you in your life. See, as God's people, we must on purpose choose to constantly have the Lord in our mind. It is, must be done on purpose. Keep place in Deuteronomy 8, but go to Deuteronomy chapter number 4. Deuteronomy 4. And this morning, you know, Pastor actually went to Deuteronomy 8 and looked at these passages that we're going to look at today, this evening, I mean. And, you know, obviously, I think it's the Lord. He wants us to see this again, be reminded because, like, it's easy for us as God's people to come to church, but then, you know, Monday hits, and we all have our own lives. We all go to work. We do 
we raise our kids, we live our lives, we have things going on, and look, it's easy for us to forget the Lord in our lives. And especially in a world like today, we have so many distractions where the devil wants to distract you with every little thing, and it's easy to forget what God has done for us. In Deuteronomy 4, we have Moses, again, giving the same warning in Deuteronomy 4, verse number 9. It says, notice, only take heed to thyself. So when it says take heed, it says you got to pay attention. you got to be careful. Take heed to thyself, notice, and keep thy soul diligently. So you got to keep yourself, protect. It says thy soul diligently. You know, the word diligent means that it's with steady application and care. See, in order to remember the Lord, it's going to be done on purpose. You must choose to be diligent to keep the Lord in your mind. Why? It says, notice, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, unless they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. And in this verse, we see the, the warning to the individual. It says, take heed to thyself. See, every person in this room, see, it's not pastor's job to make sure that you keep the Lord in your mind every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It is our job as God's people, as Christians, that we take heed, protect our souls diligently, be persistent to what? To not forget what, that which God has done for us in our lives. Verse number 23, again, Deuteronomy 4, 23, the Bible says, it says again, take heed unto yourselves, Deuteronomy 4, 23, take heed unto yourselves, lest, again, ye forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you and make you a graven image or the likest of anything which the Lord thy God hath forbidden thee. So we see Moses constantly saying, be warned, take heed, be diligent, don't forget the Lord. And you know, you think to yourself, look, and we're going through the book of Numbers, you know, all these great stories, and we think to ourselves, how can God's people, after all that's going on, how could they forget the Lord? The Lord who has brought, brought them out of Egypt, the Lord who destroyed Pharaoh's army, the Lord who has taken them through the wilderness, provided for them manna to eat, given them food, water out of the rock. And you think, surely these people cannot forget all that God has done for them. But, you know, sadly is, you know, if you read through the Bible, a major theme of God's people is just how quickly we as God's people forget the Lord in our lives. And it's a sad theme. Here placed here in Deuteronomy 4, we go to Psalm 106. We go to Psalm chapter 106. See, we, we must on purpose remember the Lord. We must take heed. You're going to Psalm 106. We must take heed. We must keep, be diligent to not forget the Lord in our lives. And like it's easy in a day like today with so many distractions in our lives. There's so many things thrown at us that, you know what, they may not even be sinful, but they're, they're just there to distract us from keeping our minds away from the things of God. And a sad theme throughout the Bible is how quickly God's people forget the Lord. Psalm 106, look at verse number nine. The Bible says, again, notice, he rebuked the Red Sea also. Psalm 106, verse nine. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up. Notice, so he led them through the depths as through the wilderness. And we see the greatness of God, the, the power of his salvation, rebuking the Red Sea, leading them through the depths and through the wilderness. Verse 10, and he saved them from the hand of him that hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their enemies. And again, and you think, how could God's people forget such greatness? The Red Sea, the wilderness, he saved them. The waters covered their enemies. Verse number 12, notice, then believe they his words, they sang his praise. And praise the Lord. You know, God's people at this time, we see that, look, 
They did believe his words. They sang his praise. But notice the next verse. It says, notice, they soon forgot his works. You see, how can from one verse to the next, you know, one minute they are remembering, believing, praising the Lord for what God has done for them, and then God just says, you know what, they just soon forgot. They soon forgot everything I've done for them in their lives. And you read the story, you know, and as you read the Bible, you think to yourself, man, God must really feel just unappreciated. All he's done for God's people, saving them, saving you, saving me, blessing you, blessing me, bringing us here, and we can so quickly forget the Lord in our lives. Don't turn there, but in Jeremiah chapter number two, the Bible says, can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. And as God's people, we should not live as Christians not being mindful of the Lord. We should on purpose every day remember the Lord in our lives. And this evening, I want to give you just Three simple reminders on remembering the Lord. Go back, if you would, to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. So I want to give you three reminders on remembering the Lord. And number one, you got to remember the Lord in prosperity. And look, we, we heard this this morning. And I believe, you know, it's of the Lord that he wants us to see it again. But look, we must choose to remember the Lord in times of prosperity. Deuteronomy 8, verse number 11. Again, the Bible says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God, and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Notice, lest when thou hast eaten and are full, and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein. And look, we read this passage, and look, this is what we all desire in our lives, in the, in the flesh, right? We all want to be eat, to eat, to feel full. We all want those goodly houses. We want to dwell therein. And verse 13, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. And look, God's saying he can give you these things. God wants to bless them. He wants them to have, like it says, when thou hast eaten. It says, when thy herds and thy flocks multiply. When you're financially prosperous, when God blesses you in your life, when you have a comfortable life, there is a danger there. Verse 14, it says, then thine heart be lifted up. And now forget the Lord thy God. See, look, it is easy for us as God's people to forget the Lord during times of prosperity. You say, why? Because, look, when things are going our way, when we have the food, when we have the wealth, when we have the health, why, why we think to ourselves, you know, why do I need to go to church? Everything's working out a-okay. And, look, thank God that our church is full of young people, full of, full of youth full of strength, but look, there's many churches out there that are dying because, look, people who are young, who are strong, who have the health, who have the wealth, they're not going to church. Why? Because look, they, think, they think, look, their heart is lifted up and they've forgotten what the Lord has done for them. But look, you in your life, when God prospers you in your life, be, be careful of the danger. It says, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And the truth is, look, we want God to bless us in our lives. And look, God can bless us, and God has blessed us. But sadly, we've seen sometimes a blessing from God can be that thing that takes us away from God. And there's a danger, there's a warning that you got to just be diligent in your Christian life, is that, yes, God can bless you, but never allow money or whatever prosperity or success that you have to take you away from the Lord. 
Deuteronomy 8, in verse number 15, Moses reminds God's people. Notice what he says. He says, who? And of course, the who there is referring to God, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, and where there was no water. Who, again, the Lord, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee, notice, to do thee good at thy latter end. And we forget what God has done for us in our lives. And don't let this be you, where God maybe blesses you financially, and the truth is that pride can kick in. And we forget that, you know what, yeah, God has actually led me through difficulties, through the wilderness. Now, without God, I wouldn't have what I have today. And verse 17, and thou say in thine heart, notice, my power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. And look, we're all human beings. We're all susceptible to this. We should all be on guard, beware, be diligent to keep ourselves humble. Never forget the Lord, yes, even in times of prosperity. And look, if God has blessed you in your life and God has prospered you and you're succeeding, then you know what? Praise the Lord. But just remember that it is the Lord who allowed you to have that success. It is the Lord who's given you that health, who's given you that wealth, who's given you everything that you've had in life. In verse 18, notice, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. Why? For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he sware unto thy fathers as it is this day. You see, when God prospers you, what's the mentality? You should remember that, you know what? The Lord is the one. He's the one that gave me the power to get wealth if it's financial. The power to have whatever God has blessed you with, it is because of the Lord. And as God's people, look, in your life, just don't ever allow any success or prosperity to take your heart from remembering the Lord and what he's done for you. Keep your in Deuteronomy 8. Go to Deuteronomy 32 if you're Deuteronomy chapter number 32. Deuteronomy 32. And we see the danger of prosperity. And the danger is pride that we get prosperous and we think to ourselves, you know what, well, I did this. The might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. Deuteronomy 32, look at verse number 15. The Bible says, Deuteronomy 32, 15, but Jeshurun waxed fat. And this, of course, is a reference to the nation of Israel. It says, Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Now, what says fat, you know, it's talking about being rich and abounding. It's talking about being blessed. It says, thou art waxen fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. You see, what happens after you get those blessings, you become fat, you're abounding in life. Notice, then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. And look, they, they were blessed by God, but then they forsook the Lord. And the, what, was, what was once valuable to them, now it's just lightly esteemed. Now it's like, well, I have all this wealth. I have all this strength in life. I have all this success. Well, you know what? Church just isn't that important anymore. And you think about it, you know, it's, it's hard because when things are going our way, we think to ourselves, well, well, why do I need church? Why do I need the Bible? Why do I need to pray? Why do I need to serve in church? Why? Because things are going our way. But look, we must always be mindful that God is the one who blessed you to begin with. And God, God is the one who gave you all those things. Verse 16, they provoked him to jealousy with strange gods. With abominations provoked they him to anger. 
They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up when your fathers feared not. Verse 18, of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful and has forgotten God that formed thee. And look, and I hope in your life and in my life that God blesses you and God blesses me, but let's never forget why we're blessed. We're blessed because God allows us to be blessed. Go to 2 Corinthians 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. So God says, or Moses says, look, be careful. Remember the Lord in prosperity. And look, we hope that God prospers us. And, you know, I believe God has prospered us. Nobody in here can say that they're not being blessed by God. You know, all of us have food. We have clothes. We have a house. We, we get to go to bed somewhere. But when God prospers us, whether it's financially, we got to remember that whatever, whatever blessings we have from God, it is for his glory. And it is for his purpose. And it is for us to be able to use for him. 2 Corinthians 9, look verse number 8. The Bible says this. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says, And God, notice, is able to make all grace abound toward you. And what is grace? Grace is unmerited favor. And the Bible says that God is able, yes, he can make all grace, all favor, all blessing abound toward you. Yes, God can bless you in your health, in your home, at your job, financially. God can do all these things. He's able. It says, notice, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things, you say, why? May abound to every good work. You see, why would God want to make us, give us all grace towards us? It says that ye, that you and I may do what may abound to what? To every good work. And look, you and I should pray that God blesses our health. You say, why? For the purpose of serving the Lord in our lives. For the purpose for us to be able to go out there and preach the gospel to people. And look, I hope that God blesses your finances and God blesses my finances, not for the purpose of living for self, no, but for the purpose of the work of the Lord. That we may abound to every good work. You see, why? Because look, God is the one who gives us all things. And it is from him and it is for him. And look, I, go, I hope that God blesses your marriage. Not for the sake of your, just, just for yourself, but no, so you can have a marriage that is pleasing unto the Lord, that is an example to people where you can serve others. Hope God blesses your kids so that they can grow up to serve the Lord with a pure heart. That God blesses us just in this church with whatever areas for the purpose of what? For the purpose of serving the Lord. The Bible says, for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. And look, there's a danger in prosperity. And just be mindful. Don't ever allow something or some blessing from God take you away from the things of God. Why? Because, look, he gave it to you, but it's not for you. It's for him. Go back, if you went to Deuteronomy 4, through Deuteronomy chapter 4. So Moses said, look, I want you to remember the Lord in prosperity. Not just that, number two, Moses says, look, I want you to remember the Lord through difficulties. You and I should be mindful to not forget the Lord, not only when he prospers us, but also through times of difficulty. And look, this is life. Life is a series of ups and downs. Sometimes we're prospering and sometimes God's blessing. But look, sometimes the Christian life is extremely difficult. There are hard times in life. There are trials and tribulations that we go through. And look, when God allows you to go through hard times, realize that God allowed it to bring you closer to him. And I've said this before, and this is true for me. You know, I hate going through hard times because it's difficult. But you know what? I always, I always 
appreciate and love the fact that those hard times are what force me to get on my knees and pray. And that should be the attitude, that whatever difficulty you're going through in life is that, yeah, it's hard, but just realize like God is allowing a difficulty, a struggle, so that you can be mindful, not forgetful of the Lord. Remember that God is allowing a trial in your life to draw you closer to him. Deuteronomy 4, verse number 29. Deuteronomy, actually, Deuteronomy 4, verse 30. Deuteronomy 4, 30, the Bible says this. Notice, when thou art in tribulation. You say, what is that? That is a hard time. That is a difficulty in life. When thou art in tribulation, and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, notice, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God, it says, he will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers which he swore unto thee. You see, what is the purpose of difficulty in life? The purpose is for you to turn to the Lord your God. And it feels like that God can help you through that struggle. Verse 29, verse 29 says, that, but if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. And like, the truth is, look, we all have our own separate lives, and we all have our own separate trials in life. You know, not, not everyone's the same. And there are things that only you are going through that nobody really knows about. And you know what? It's probably very difficult in life when you're going through a hard time. But just remember, like, God allowed a trial in your life for the purpose of you drawing closer to him. So don't, and look, it's easy to forget the Lord in prosperity because, because we think that we don't need the Lord, Right? But you know what? It's also sometimes easy to forget the Lord in times of trials and difficulties. Because when we go through a hard times, you know what we think? Because, you know, I've thought this too. We think to ourselves, well, you know what? God obviously isn't noticing. Or God isn't answering prayer. Or God isn't there. We don't feel like God is there when we're going through a hard time. And it's difficult in life. But look, we just always have to remember look, that God is always there. It says, for the Lord, like God, is a merciful God. It says, he will not forsake thee. He was, he's always watching. He knows what you're going through. And just realize that God allowed it a hard time in your life so that you can draw closer to him. Go to Deuteronomy 8, if you would. Deuteronomy chapter 8. So you got to remember the Lord through difficulties, through hard times, through struggles. Because life is a series of ups and downs. You know, our pastor always tells us that we're either in a storm uh, you know, going out of a storm, getting into a storm, but there's always a storm in life. And, li and life isn't always easy. Deuteronomy 8, verse number 2, again, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years, notice, in the wilderness, through the hard times. Because nobody wants to be in a wilderness in life. You say, why? Notice, to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And what I want to show you is that, look, God was even working with these people in the wilderness. He's working on them. He's trying to mold them and change them. And see, sometimes we think when we go through a trial in life, we think, God, please take away the wilderness. Please take away this difficulty. Please take away this struggle. All the while, God is trying to work on you and me, trying to change you and me. And so when it comes to a hard time in life, because it's going to come, just, just get to the place where you turn to the Lord with all your heart. Because look, God allowed it to happen. And God does not want you to run away from him. He wants you to draw closer to him. 
See, in times of prosperity, you know what? You need, you need the Lord. And look, this is why like, you need church three times a week. Because look, we, we, we leave here and look, we, we, we're quick to forget the sermons. And look, we are definitely spoiled in this church. Because look, I can't, I can't count the number of times I, I, I leave this church and I think to myself, man, like, what an amazing message. Like, I think to myself, like, what else? You know, I've thought this before, like, what else could have been said? What else could he have done? What else, what else could he have said? Like, such a great sermon. But look, it's, it's really hard to remember all of them. You know, because we're so quick to forget. You see why? Because, look, life happens. And this is why, like, you need to be here Sunday morning. You need to be here on Sunday night. You need to be here on Wednesday night. You see why? Because, look, you got to just keep your soul diligent. Don't be lazy in your Christian life. That's why most of like, beware. You got to just be, beware. Like, keep thy soul diligent. Like, put effort in your Christian life. Why? Because, look, when you start being slack or lazy in the Christian life, you will forget what God has done for you. Look, even this morning's sermon, it's, just, it's, it's another reminder of what God has done for us, of what God has blessed us, not for ourselves, but so that we can use it for him. And because, look, we're so easy to forget. Why? Because we're human beings. And this is why, like, you need, you need to be in the church three times a week. Verse number three, again, Deuteronomy 8.3, And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and, notice, fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, Neither did thy fathers know. And again, look, God allowed suffering. He allowed them to hunger. And look, it's difficult to, to hunger. You see why? That he might notice, make thee know. Again, a trial to change you. A difficulty to help you. So when it comes to a hard time in life, look, those difficulties, those struggles, those trials, those are an indicator. You know what? You got to run to the Lord. You got to run to his word. You ought to run to him in prayer. You ought to be in church. Because, look, God knows what you're going through. And it's easy to think that God's not there. It's easy to feel like he doesn't know. It's easy to feel like he's not watching. But he knows what you're going through, and he wants you to draw close to him. Go if you go to Jeremiah 29. If you go to Jeremiah chapter 29. Keep your place here in Deuteronomy 8. Go to Jeremiah 29. So Moses said, look, don't forget the Lord. Remember what God has done for you. Don't allow prosperity to make you lose sight of what God, what God has done for you. Don't allow a difficulty to make you forget. Use those things in your life to draw you closer to God. Jeremiah chapter 29. Now, Jeremiah 29, and we have Jeremiah who wrote a letter from Jerusalem to people who are actually in captivity, who they're going through a difficulty, they're going through a struggle, they're in Babylon. They've been taken captive and I want you to notice what Jeremiah says to these people who are going through a difficulty. In verse number one, notice what the Bible says. Now, these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders which were carried away captives, and to the priests, and to the prophets, and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. So here we see the man of God, Jeremiah, writing a letter to people who are going through a hard time, who are going through difficulties, who are going through captivity. In verse number 11, famous verses, you probably know them, but I want you to notice what Jeremiah says. It says in verse 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, those are extremely comforting verses. Because look, it's... in. Times of trials, I'm sure I, they thought to themselves when they're in Babylon, look, God doesn't know what's going on. 
or God's not blessing us, or God's not with me anymore. But no, Jeremiah says, no, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Notice, thoughts of peace and not of evil. It says, notice, to give you an expected end. See, look, there's a purpose for every trial. What that purpose is, you know, sometimes we, we try to figure things out so much, but you know what, we're, we're never really going to know. We don't really know the purpose sometimes. Sometimes we do. You know, obviously, if you're going through a hard time because of sin, then that, that's got to be dealt with, obviously. But sometimes in life, we don't know why God is allowing a trial in our lives. But look, sometimes we don't have to know. It's okay just to have the faith in the Bible and faith in God and faith with, with what he says. When God says, look, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of peace. You say, why? To give you an expected end, to go to a destination where God wants you to go. You say, what should I do during these times of difficulties? Verse number 12, notice, then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me. You know, when you go through hard times, instead of forgetting the Lord, running away from God, because like, this is why people leave the things of God, because of a hard time, because of a struggle. But in those times, no, God says, look, call upon me, and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Verse 13, notice, and ye shall seek me and find me. You see, what should we do through hard times? We should seek the Lord. How do you seek the Lord? You seek the Lord through his word, by reading the Bible, by obeying the commandments, by being in the church, by applying what God has wants you to do. When he shall search for me, notice, with all your heart. See, when you go through a hard time, God knows what you're going through. God, God is there. And it feels like he's not sometimes, but look, God knows. See, Job put it like this. Job says, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. And Moses told God's people, like, when you go into tribulation, you know what God wants you to do? He wants you to turn to him. He wants you to look for him. He doesn't want you to forget. He's allowing you to go through it so you can remember the Lord, your God. Romans 8, 28, famous verses, the Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. And obviously, you know, I've heard, we've heard pastors say this, not all things are good. Sometimes things are difficult, but all things work together for good to them that love God. And look, this ought to be comforting in your life. And look, just in life in general, when you have ups, you're prospering in life, be careful of the danger of getting proud and thinking you don't need God. Those are the times you probably need him more because we're, so, we're human beings and we're likely to forget him. But when things are difficult in life and when it's easy to think that God doesn't know or God's not watching, just know that God knows, and he knows what you're going through. He, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And while it may not be good, all things work together for good to them that love God. Amen. So go back to Deuteronomy 4, Deuteronomy 4. So number one, it said, remember the Lord in prosperity. Moses reminds the people, not just that, but to remember the Lord through difficulties. And number three, Moses tells the people to remember the Lord on special days. I know that sounds weird, but we'll look at it here in the passage. Moses reminds the people to remember the Lord on special days. And look, this is life. Life is a series of ups and downs. Sometimes things are great, sometimes they're not. And whether it's great or whether it's not, your job and my job as God's people is to not soon forget the works of the Lord is to run to him and be close to him. Amen. But in Deuteronomy 4, I want you to notice what Moses tells the people. In verse number 9, 
Moses said this, he says, only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, unless they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. Again, we see the warning to protect yourself, to be diligent, to be steadfast and not forgetting the Lord. It must be done on purpose. And in verse 10, he says this. He says, notice, especially the day. And here we see Moses, after he tells them to take heed to themselves, to keep their souls diligent, he says, you know what? There's also this special day I want you to remember. He says, especially the day that thou stoodest before the Lord thy God in Horeb. When the Lord said unto me, gather me the people together, and I'll make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children. And we see there's a specific day that Moses wants God's people to remember. And that was, of course, the day that God came down to speak to the people on the mountain, on Mount Horeb, where he gave them Ten Commandments. And you think to yourself, man, what an awesome sight would that have been? What an amazing sight to be there where God comes down and you see the glory of God and he's speaking to Moses and Moses comes down with the tablets. And Moses says, look, I want you to remember this special day. In verse 11, and he came near and stood under the mountain and the mountain burned with fire unto the midst of heaven with darkness, clouds and thick darkness. And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire. It says, he heard the voice of the words, but saw, saw no similitude, only he heard a ver- voice. And he declared unto you his covenant, which he commanded to you, you to perform, even 10 commandments. And he wrote them upon two tables of stone. Notice, and the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments. And no doubt, this was a very special day for God's people. And most said, look, I want you to remember that specific day. And like, as you read the Bible, you see God's all for having special days. I'll talk about the Bible, God sets up a bunch of feasts, Sabbaths, holy days, days where God's people are to, on purpose, set aside for the, for the purpose of just remembering what God has done for them. But look, in your life and in my life, look, you ought to just remember special days in your life. You know, I hope, because look, I'm trying to help you not forget the Lord. And like, I hope in your life, you remember the day that you got saved. And like, that should be, obviously, you know, when I got saved, I didn't know that people just actually wrote the date down. So I don't know the day I got saved, but I remember when I got saved. But look, that's a special time. If you know the date, praise the Lord. But if you remember the time, the moment that you got saved, look, that is a special day in your life. You got to remember that. Remember the fact that you and I were sinners on our way to hell. But you know, God loved us, sent his son to die for us on the cross, to give us a gift that you and I didn't deserve then. We still don't deserve now, no matter how great we think we are today. That we're just sinners. Look, that should cause us to not forget the Lord. That should cause us to humble ourselves. And look, that's, that's, that's a great day to remember. Not just that, look, think about the day that you came to this church. Amen. I remember the first day I came to this church. I thought to myself, we're moving. You know, that's where I'm going to go. But that's a special day. And you know what? I remember the excitement. And look, you got to keep that excitement in your Christian life. The first day you came to this church, which has helped you, which has blessed you, which our pastor and our pastor's wife have sweat, blood and tears to help us, you know, to be there for us. It hasn't been easy for them, but you know what? They've been there for us. Amen. And praise the Lord for it. Amen. And look, as a church, you know, we have special days, and I think those special days are important. You know, of course, we have our family and friend day, which is a special day. 
For us, and look, that's a, to me, you know, I think about it family and friend day, and I think that that is a needed day in this church. Because, look, we're going to move into this new building, and you know what? We're going to have our kids, and our kids' kids grow up there. You know what? They, they ought not to ever forget the fact that, you know what, that that's not what it's always been like. That, you know what, this church began with our pastor and our pastor's wife in the living room, and just slowly God has blessed them. Slowly it's just grown. And we've just moved, it's gotten bigger and bigger. But look, don't let the kids forget that. Look, they need to know that. Because we don't want our kids to be spoiled brats who think that everything's just handed down to them. No, God has worked in our lives to get us to what we have today. And that's a special day. You got to take time to remember the Lord on that day. You know, even our vision offering, I feel like that's a a special day. You say, why? Because look, you know, the, the whole reason we're here is because of a vision. You think about that, look, 14, 15 years ago, or however many years ago, our pastor, you know what he had? He had a vision. And that's, that's all it was. It was just a vision. And, you know, I think to myself, like, and I, I wonder if, you know, before he started the church, if he told someone, hey, I'm having this vision offering because one day I want to start a church in Sacramento. You know, I doubt people would have given to it. But look, here we are today because of what? Because of a vision. And look, our vision offering every year, look, I think it's a great, it's a special day because, look, it, it reminds us of where we've come from in the past. And look, we don't know where God could take us in the future. Because, look, all, all this is, it began with what? It began with a vision. A vision of having faith in the Lord. And look, that is a special day. And look, so don't get all cringy about, you know, giving, giving or finances. That just shows your heart. But look, because, look, this is, this is greater than you and greater than me the vision that we have for serving the Lord and making an impact in the lives of people, people getting saved, learning the word of God. Without that vision, that would never would have happened. So remember the Lord during special days. And God wants this. And like You need this. You need to remind your kids of where they came from. Remind, remind yourself of where you came from. You see why? Because look, we have a tendency in life to forget the Lord. And so in your life, look, when God prospers you, Remember that there's a danger of pride creeping in. Take time to remember the Lord who gave you the ability, the strength, the blessings to have that prosperity. When you go through difficulties in life, remember God allowed it for you to turn to him. And look, remember the special days in your life, the day you got saved, the day you served the Lord, the day you went soul winning the first time. These are great days to remember in your, in your Christian life. Go through to Matthew 22, Matthew chapter 22. So number one, I said, remember the Lord in prosperity. Number two, remember the Lord through difficulties. Number three, remember the Lord on special days. Matthew 22, verse number 36. You see, what does God want from us? Because you think about it, you know, yeah, we're asking, you know, God wants us to think of him, yeah, 24 hours a day. And you know what? He deserves it. And obviously, look, we're human beings. Obviously, we're not, not, not everyone's just going to be like automatically always just super spiritual. But you know what? We should make a, a diligent effort to always have the Lord in our minds. You say, why? Matthew 22, verse number 36, the Bible says this, Master, someone asked Jesus, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Verse 37, and Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. And notice, and with all thy mind. You know, after all that God has done for us, it, it, we should never forget everything he's done for us. 
Everything's done for you. And God wants us to love him with our heart, with our soul, with our strength, with our being, and also with our mind. Mm -hmm. So in your life, look, take heed to thyself. Protect yourself. Don't forget the Lord who's given you what you have. Don't forget the Lord through the hard times. Remember those special days in your life when God has blessed you. And let's always keep the Lord in our minds so we can love him with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this evening, God, and thank you for your word. And for our church, for that's here, I ask you please bless each and every one of us. God, help us to love you and to always be mindful and never forget you, Lord. And I ask you please forgive us the moments that we do and help us to be persistent in loving you and thinking of you. And I just thank you for the times that you bless us, Lord, and help us to remember that those blessings come from you. And I thank you for the hard times as well, Lord. And I just pray that we use those to draw closer to you. And I just thank you for all the blessings, God. Please be with our church, be with our pastor and his family. Be with this new building, Lord. Just be with our church. God, we love you. Just say and pray. Amen. Amen. Let's grab our psalm books and turn to page number 324.